Today on the Coaching Life Podcast. You know, there's a lot of things that you, you have to do outside of the game, outside of you know that the 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 parts, the glorified parts of, of the experience that people know about and hear about and watch and see that you have to do that can be very challenging. But if you love it, it's worth it. Mm-hmm. It's just part of it. Welcome to the Coaching Life Podcast. This is, or I guess, welcome back, I should say. It's been a couple weeks since since you've heard from us. Uh, this is Pat Martin. I'm here with my buddy, Coach Chris Stewart. Coach, how you doing, man? I'm doing well, Coach Martin. Doing well. On the road. I'm actually driving right now as we as we record this podcast, so I'm I'm, I'm on the road. We're tr- we're we're figuring out ways to make this this happen oh in, yeah in our busy schedules right that's correct <laughs> but you just just for the listeners out there you're you're actually using a hands-free device you're not uh, yeah right 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 yeah yeah so you're 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 being safe as we as we record this podcast so. the phone's in the cradle my eyes are on the road and i got hands on the wheel i got one hand in the wheel i got the other one uh well it's, it's, it sort of sounded like an alanis morissette song there didn't it <laughs> got one one <laughs> Maybe we could leave. Maybe we could open. That, that's our that's our opening music for this episode. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Well, and uh, you know, it's kind of we're, we're talking here. You know, we we uh, we took a road trip there to uh, to one of Brock's games last. What was that was that last fall? Was that last spring? It was the fall game this year. Yeah, fall we, game. Yeah. We, I've lost time. It seems like or it's become oh, hard to. <laughs> things have all been jumbled up, but. Uh, I guess it's uh, what I was getting at is we we you've kind of we've kind of had this conversation or a conversation in this in and unique in in similar settings, uh, just without recording it. So there's really not much difference in, than what we're doing now and what you, what That's we did true. there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You and I drive. We we yelled we yelled all the way there <laughs> because we were in my old truck, my old 1979 C20 square body Chevy. Uh, pickup and uh there's uh you know it allows a little bit of air to, to flow through the the window cracks and things like that and the only way we could get in the air was was uh with rolling the windows down but then on the way back boy, we had the heat on there didn't we yeah it was a cold day yeah I, I didn't even notice coach i didn't know i don't notice any outside air when i'm in that thing that's a loud that's it's a lu- loud that's that a luxury camp. ride it's a luxury oh ride. yeah yeah <laughs> well hey uh i'm glad uh i'm glad we were able to to get together and, and, and make time. Uh, it's, it has, it's been two weeks, I think, since we released our, our episode 84, where we, we talked to our buddy, uh, coach Miller, uh, about Trimble and, uh, it's good to, good to get back and back yeah, in the groove here and, and, and talk about the coach. Gotten, yeah. That episode's gotten a lot of downloads, a lot of, uh, got a lot, it's, it's, it's gained a lot of traction. And so we actually, you know, we, I guess, we, you and I probably, if we're honest, we probably intentionally left that one out there for two weeks. Um, well, we kind of did the same thing with the, the you know uh-huh. the, our last two episodes, just because so many people were downloading them, so many, so many people were listening to them. So we thought, you know, hey, give give everyone time to to catch up. Yeah. You know, I talked to a lot of people too that, you know, they say, well, I'm I'm ten or you know five or ten episodes uh-huh. back, you know, so uh, w- w- it might not be as pressing as it is in our minds to to get these out every week right now but uh 
as we've said before, we yeah, usually have these conversations anyway. Until we hear some, yeah, until we hear someone saying, "Hey, why aren't you putting them out every week?" I'm good with every couple of weeks, at least for the time being, because you know, right now, the, like you know, the downloads and the, the the new listeners that we seem to be having, you know, hey, Pat, your show's taken off, buddy. It's taken <laughs> off. My show, because you're busy right now. Well, heck. That's not. I'm not any busier than. That's not else. an excuse, though, Coach. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. You're not very busy because e- even though you're the you're you've accepted you you know this position as the head baseball coach at Eastern, uh, baseball season hasn't started yet. So you know your your involvement with baseball is practically zero percent. What it's it's what 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 is it? It's 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 late February, right? You're not doing anything right now. You don't have anything to work on, right? I mean, you're you're, you're being being real sarcastic right now right? <laughs> maybe a little bit maybe a little <laughs> bit uh but you know dude the reason i'm driving on the road is because i've had i just came back from my player parent meeting here meeting these parents for the first time tonight oh. and uh, getting them ready to we start practice uh well tomorrow which means uh, as people are listening to this it will be the very first day of high school baseball in ohio yes that's a good point february 22nd the Monday has arrived. Winter winter is officially over tomorrow. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's the first day of what we call mandatory baseball. Yes. Boy, that's because we're allowed to say you've got to be here. This is when uh, this is when baseball starts. If you're not currently playing a winter sports, of course, right. and the winter sports still in session, then then it's mandatory for everybody else uh, to be able to, to to practice them and work them hard. Yep. Yeah, boy, and it, you know, it feels good because, you know, I, just coming in, we know, obviously, you know, we're in a completely different situation last year when this, yeah. you know, the virus kind of was spinning out of control and, you know, there's so much uncertainty and confusion around what was going on. And obviously a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of kids lost their season and, you know, a lot of seniors lost their season, and that obviously yeah. was unfortunate. But, you know, we know now that of the sports that we play, basically, you know, baseball and softball are, are two of the sports that we can uh, be, it, it most easily play, uh, you know, with Certainly. with with yeah. consideration of, you know, staying as safe as we can or as healthy as we right. can uh, with, with everything going on. So it, it feels yeah, – We can – we can legitimately go into the season with confidence yes. that we're going to have a full season yes. barring any, you know, mid-season quarantining and things like that. You know, granted that's happened throughout the high school, other sports, but at least we know it's not going to, the rug's not going to be pulled out from under us. Right. You know, like last year. Right. You know, I think football had, uh, you know, this past fall football had a very successful season. I don't think there was a whole lot of, uh, issues with outbreaks and you know uh, quarantines and things like that that cause teams to lose uh, a lot of yeah. games. So uh, I would expect you know, especially considering the time of the year, that uh, baseball should be even better. So baseball and softball, I mean, so that's a good thing. That makes me feel good. That's that's something that makes my my heart happy, yep. Coach. I, you know, I we need that. Yep. We need it. <laughs> Yes, we do. But you know, I, I, I the world needs baseball. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I wanted to. You know, something just came to me the other day. I, we, uh, we unfortunately wrapped up our 
junior high basketball season Saturday with a with a loss to the Eastern Eagles. Your uh, your new your new uh, your new home there. The young and upcoming guys. Yeah, absolutely. And they, you know, they, 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 they played well. They got a heck of a team. They got some good athletes on that team, and uh, they gave us a good game. They played a good game. We just uh, well, they beat they beat a really good team too, and they knew it. You could see the way they celebrated afterwards that they knew that they had beat a, a very a very good team that, that you had there. Yeah, you know, I think there's value in that. I think you know, I th- I told uh, I've told some people that that you know. I've, still confident in our team and you know i give you know there's this there's this like thing that people do these days i I feel like it's it's grown and it's it's this uh, this idea of disrespecting your opponent a little bit and we do that in different ways you see that in different ways like you know coming into a game that you know maybe in your heart you're you you feel like you're supposed to win i say you you feel that way every game but you know you come into a game that you you know you get through it with a win and you say ah they weren't that good you know, and I, I, yeah. I've never really understood that because when you say things like that, you're discounting, you're discrediting what your what you accomplished. <laughs> you know I mean? Yeah. So I, I, yeah. I, I, I'm about uh, respecting your opponent. Uh, no doubt. And yeah, I, we we did have a good team, but you know, the point of me bringing that up is, is because I, these things, you know, you, you you wrap things up, and one of the things that we had to do obviously was, uh, re- you make sure we got all of our uniforms back. <laughs> <laughs> you collect oh, yeah. uniforms, right? But I, I, something came to my mind as I was, you know, kind of reflecting back on on the on the basketball season, and it was just, you know, all the little things that coaches uh, have to do uh, outside of actually coaching the sport, you know, outside of practice, outside of actually being there, and, you know, working on fundamentals, working on strategy, and. And being in a game and, and managing the game, managing the team and encouraging the team, and, you know, tearing down the team and building the team back up, all those all those things, I would say they're the um, uh, maybe the more majestic things that, the, you know, that people like to think about when you think about coaching. There's for all of those things, it seems like there's probably two or three other responsibilities that you have for each of those that have almost absolutely nothing to do with the actual sport that you're coaching and it, you know, and it yeah. comes down to, you know, administrative work and things like that. And I right. just, I thought it'd be a, a good opportunity here uh, to talk about, you know, just I'm, I'm finishing a season as a coach. You're coming into a season as a coach. It's a good time to talk about these things, these side things that, you know, I would say most people, I don't know if you haven't coached, if you haven't had the experience in doing it, you don't realize what all goes into coaching. And I'm not, you know, I'm not, I didn't want to talk about it to make people, you know, to prop coaches up and to make people, uh, you know, feel so sorry, sorry for, you know, no, that's not, that's not the, the, yeah, we know what we're getting into. We go, when we do it. Sure. Absolutely. We accept the responsibility. Yeah, right. Yeah. But I, I think, I think it's something that people don't realize how much else yeah. goes into, you know, when you put your name down and say, yes, I'm going to coach this team. What does that really mean? Uh, you know, for the course. Yeah, it's actually, there's actually kind of a, uh, you know, a little bit of a joke that's pretty common among coaches, especially, you know, I think you're talking especially scholastic sports coaches here, you know, high, junior high, high school, you know, c- school teams, head head coaches as well. I think you're very, being very specific to head coaches, although it is, it is, uh, it re- applies to assistants as well. But I, I know we've talked before about how, 
you know, sometimes being an assistant coach is more, uh, is more, uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? It's, uh, appealing yes, because, yes. because you actually do get to do more coaching, uh, and being with the kids and one-on-one and actually working with the kids. And you don't necessarily have to worry as much about the administrative part, or if I guess I should say it this way, if your head coach is doing a good job at being a head coach, then your assistant coaches can just flat out work, you know, can focus on coaching because the reality is, you know, head coaches, one of the jokes that we make is that, you know, about 40% of the time you're actually coaching and the 60, you know, 60%, the other 60% of the time you're doing, uh, you know, you're collecting uniforms, you're making sure everybody's got the right sizes, you're doing fundraising, you're interacting with, 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 uh, you're communicating with the administration, you're communicating with the school, you're communicating with umpires, officials, bus, bus, bus garage people, parents, you're doing all the other things sure. that, that, uh, that really kind of take you away from what you got into this whole job to do. And that is to coach the game. And it's something that maybe some young coaches don't realize when they go into it. That's one of the reasons why I like to have young guys come on as assistants so that they can find the joy and the love of coaching the game, but then also kind of let them know, Hey, look, if you want to be a head coach sometime, here are some things you're going to want to know. And Gibby did a really good job of, of taking me under his wing and, and preparing me for that as well. Just, yeah, I think if you're if you're prepared for things like that, then you're you're more prepared to uh, to be the best you can be when you finally get the opportunity to focus on the game that you're coaching. Yeah. Because here's the thing: if you don't, if you're not prepared for it, it's a distraction. And, 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 uh, you know, as you mentioned with that 40, 60 split, it's a lot, there's a lot of distractions out there to keep you, you know, keep you up at night thinking, what am I going to do about this? What am I going to do about that? If you're not ready yes. to handle it. Yeah. 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 I, you know, it's, uh, you've been both Pat, you know, what's, I mean, you know, what we're talking about, I mean, even one of the things that I love about the, like, the, like a travel ball or a club ball arrangement, the structure of it is, a, a lot of a lot of those teams now have what you would call a business manager, right, right. and where where it does indeed allow your head coach to be a coach yeah. and to take you know to take on the team coaching responsibilities more so than what you have like in high school and high school ball and school ball. That administrator, that business guy, is the head coach, and he's he's doing all that paperwork. He's he's the liaison between the athletic trainer. He's the liaison mm. between the athletic. You know, director in the school, and if anything happens, you know, in the teachers, and if anything's going on disciplinary wise, it's the it's the head coach that gets all of that, and and it's it's a like I said, it's a responsibility that you that you should know you're going to have going into it. If you don't know you're going to have that responsibility going into it, then you're in for a rude <laughs> awakening. But it's the responsibility that you know, like I'm saying these things because we're talking about it on the podcast and just sort of making people aware of it. I'm not saying them in any way at all in a, in a complaining sort of way and in a begrudging sort of way because it's just part of it. It's part of it. It's the beauty of it, you know, and, and uh, sometimes it's it's not very, very beautiful and not very uh, appealing, but it's but it's just part of it. And we take it because that 40, that 40 percent, mm. you know, it's probably more than that. But even if it is just 40 percent, it makes it all worth it. Really. Yeah. 
Yeah, you know, I would say, you know, there's there obviously there's that administrative work there, but something that I've really kind of really touched me over the last couple of days, coach, and and really the last few weeks because you know I knew that in this in this for this basketball team that that we just came out of the season with a lot of these kids. You know, my son plays; he's an eighth grader. He, he, a lot of these uh-huh. kids that he's been playing with, he's been playing with since he was in fourth grade. And, yeah. you know, I've, I've, I've been coaching my son in basketball for since he was in second grade. You know? So it's been, for me, it's been a, what I would say a personal experience. We've talked about this before that as a coach, you, you know, you, to, if you're going to be a great coach, you're going to, you're going to coach people more than you coach players. And I would say, I would argue that that's true. You know, and I know that not everyone buys into that philosophy. Um, I think it's true. I think to get the most out of a team, uh, you have to you have to treat them on a personal level. You have to, you're coaching them as a player. And, and so I, I'm not saying this to disassociate, um, you know, being a coach of persons from 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 you know from the administrative work. What I'm saying is. A lot of people don't understand and don't recognize the personal connection that you develop with a group of kids that you've been coaching for two, you know, four, you know, even six, eight kids that come up through your program, kids that you've watched grow up and, you know, maybe you've worked with them in camps and maybe you've you've done some other things with them. And then you get the opportunity to coach them for a certain period of time. There's a personal connection there that develops. It's, It's, you know. It's very hard. Yeah. It's very hard to let go of when it's time to let go. And you, you know, obviously, you hope that that you have a relationship that doesn't. You don't have to let go, but there's still an ending to it. There's still a, a realization. There's still a, a finality of. There's an ending to the contact to what you're to the context of yes, what you're doing. Yes. Sure. I mean, you know, the season. It's not just a season. It's a. This is it. This is the last time we're going to be in this context yes, together. Yes. Absolutely. And you know, it's. It's odd because, you know, I've, I've been a coach for a long time, but it's just been the last several years that I've had the opportunity to really coach kids for an extended period of time. And, to, you know, to be, to be frank, it's, it's the first time that I've really focused on that, that relationship or, you know, focused on my players as people. Um, yeah. But, I, there's 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 this there's this guy named Chris Stewart. He wrote he wrote a couple books that kind of kind of helped me uh, turn my focus away from the X's and O's so much, <laughs> and uh, and 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 focus on that on the on the person more than the player. And you know, having that opportunity that that was a shameless plug for you, by the way. Having that opportunity think, yeah. um, has really changed my perspective. And sitting in the situation that I'm in right now, I recognize it. I'm here. I'm in. A, I'm in a yeah. situation right now where, just like you said, yes, you know, I'm going to be. I'm going to be rooting for these kids for the rest of their life. And you know, if they if yep. they need something, if they if if there's anything I can do to help them, you know, I've I've, I've told them, you know, reach out to me. To, you know, come to me. I I'll, I'll help you any way I can. But at the same time, that's different than what we're doing right now. You know, or what we have been doing. What we have been doing is, is, you know, within a within a basketball context, we've been, we've had goals and we've had struggles and challenges, and good times and bad times. And and like I said, 
there's a finality to that. And, you know, and, 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 and we're being truthful about it and not so soft, I guess. It hurts. You know, it hurts to lose that. It, it, hurt, it hurts to say yeah. goodbye. And I, I've felt that. I think that's one of the things that kind of spurred this thought to me. I knew that I knew where you were coming in and, you know, you're putting all this work into a baseball season. And I would say generally people just feel like, Oh, you're about, you're, you're going to you're going to be starting tomorrow. Right. Well, you, right. you've already been started. Right. You've, you've started long before tomorrow, obviously. And, you know, for, yeah. I think for a lot of coaches too, there's that, there's that, uh, there's that that relationship that people don't know and that connection that means so much to us uh and it's hard to it's hard to let go of it's just it's that you know it, it's a it's a loss you know at the, at the end of the day when, it, when it's all said and done when this when that final season with that group of kids is over um it's gone and it's uh it's it's hard it's hard i, I think it may be the first time that i'm coming to coming to terms with that well, it sounds like what you're experiencing, Pat, is what, you know, a lot of coaches eventually realize, and some coaches maybe go through their whole career and never realize it, but you really hope that everybody will. And that is, you know, a lot of times when we get into coaching, the relationship that we have with our players is more of a transactional one where we're, we want to try to get something yeah. out of them. You know, that we're, you know, we're together for the purpose and the purpose is winning because that is a goal. That is, that is a major goal. We want to build winners. We want to win the games yeah. that we play. And so sometimes that relationship is, I don't think consciously, but subconsciously viewed in a transactional way. You know, what can I get out of these kids? As long as I can get the most out of them, then it's, then we've had a successful relationship. And sometimes I think people coach that way their whole career mm. and maybe they're okay with that. But I, I have come to the point and it sounds like you have as well, where I'm more interested in transformation oh, yeah. and, you know, not a transactional relationship, but a transformational one where, where there is, a longer lasting effect that I know that this game that we're playing and this game that I'm coaching and this person that I'm coaching can have, and he can have on me and I can have on him. And, and that's going to stay with him for the rest of his life and help him to be successful in anything he does, not just the Absolutely. sport we're playing. And that, and that is a bigger goal, but I also think that it is the, it's the type of goal that if you go into your coaching career with that goal, then you're going to get the best out of that person in that season that you're playing. And then 20 years down the road, mm. they're going to continue to get their best out of it. And, that, and that's, that's transformation. That's not just transaction. You know, transaction is something that's very temporary happens, you know, happens one, once, you know, once a season, you know, one, you know, one time throughout the year and then that's it. You know, it's like, you know, you're saying, you know, how coaches have a lot of responsibilities. You know, one of my responsibilities as a coach is to get to know these kids and to do things with them throughout the season, you know, throughout the entire year, not just right. the baseball season. You know, I'm not, you know, if, if I'm a baseball coach, then that's, 
then what am I doing with them in the fall? What am I doing with them in the summer? What am I doing with them in the off season? What am I doing with them before they even get to me? Right. I mean, like when they're in, when they're youth and when they're in elementary school and they're in, uh, you know, they're, they're in middle school. Do I, do I know how they're, how they're doing? Like, do I watch their games and do I see, Hey, you know what? This kid looks like he's pretty athletic. You know, I can't wait to see, you know, like, do, like when they come to me then as freshmen, do I already know who they are? Because I've invested, I've, I have, I've had a vested interest in them before they got to me. And I, I think some of these are the things that like, that come to mind when, when I, when I think about what are some of the other fringe responsibilities that coaches have that people may not realize. And yeah. I think that's one of them, you know, it, it's not, and it's not fringe. It's just, it's part of the total program. It's who, it's who we are. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, over the, uh, I think it was ba- back in shoot. I don't know. Maybe it was April. We did an, ep- an episode where um, I said that I think I could go without coaching baseball. Remember when I said that, I don't know if you remember when I said that, but that, yeah, like I don't, the rest I don't of your miss, life. like it was, you know, we, we had, and I said, yeah, I don't, I I don't necessarily miss you, baseball. You I, I miss, I miss being around the kids. Yeah. Right. You know, it's like, yeah. uh, that was crazy. I must've been the, the pandemic had just hit, you know, I was out of my mind when I said that, obviously yeah. I can't go the rest of my life without coaching <laughs> baseball. That's crazy talk, but, uh, you know, not being around the kids. And I, that's what I miss most about, cause I, I, you know, I was, I was prepping to be an assistant track coach <laughs> during the season there. And, uh, that's I was right. looking forward yeah. to it. I was looking forward to being around a group of different kids that I'd never had the opportunity of being around again. And that's kind of when it dawned on me is like, you know, this, you know, I don't, I don't know the first thing about track. I know a little bit about, you know, speed and agility and, and things like that. But I, it, from track, I'm, I'm very far behind where I need to be in order to be a good assistant coach. But I wanted to do it so bad because I, I knew there was an opportunity there to develop relationships and a, and a small opportunity, a smaller opportunity or window to have an impact on yeah. them that, you know, otherwise I, I, I wouldn't get to have, and I didn't have that. You know, I, I, that was, that was taken away from me. It was their season was taken away from them. Obviously a bunch of people were in the same boat, but you know, I, I think that's when I, mm-hmm. I recognized it right then that, man, I, it really is. It's, it's about, it's about the person to me. Um, and I, you know, it's, it's just like, just like you said, it goes into one of those things. It's a part of it, but it's, it's a part of it that maybe not everyone uh, understands the impact that it has, not just on the players, but also on the coaches. You know, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's a, uh, it's a good piece. It's a good piece. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. What else were you thinking about when you, when you thought about this topic tonight? Well, I just like in terms of, well, of those... I mean, one thing that, that, that I've been doing, uh, over the past couple of weeks is trying to put together a, a, a schedule for, for a, uh, for a summer, uh, for two, actually two summer baseball teams. Uh, so, you know, we're, we're piecing yeah. together the schedule and that's something that, you know, that, that high school coaches have to do too. Uh, club coaches have to do, mm-hmm. they got to make sure their kids have enough opportunities to play games. And, you know, outside of the games that you know, you're going to play, like in your case, you know, that, you know, when you come into a, a season, you know that your your league games are slated, but you got to you got how many games uh-huh. is that? You know, it's sixteen games or so, and 
and then, 16 for us. Yeah. We have 11 more games. Exactly. Schedule you non-league. You know, you're, you're out there, you know, making phone calls and, and whatnot, trying to, trying to schedule games. And I don't, I don't know. It just, you know, in the, in, the, in my mind, I'm thinking, I bet most people don't feel like, or don't know that you do that as a, as a coach. Um, but there's a lot of things you got, yeah. you know, you got to well, go ahead. What, what were you going to say? Well, I was just going to say, and then and when you're talking about a summertime context, that's actually not an easy undertaking, you know, for a club sport because it's uh, every every tournament that you find, one they, you know, there's there you got to find locations that you that you're able to travel to, you know, and and can your team afford the hotels and and um, you know are, are, if they're going to be far enough away that you have to stay in a hotel, can the team, you know, can the is it within our budget to be able to to pay for this you know because some tournaments are a lot more expensive than others and you know and then and then on top of that everyone's vying to get in and so there's there there are deadlines and sometimes you don't make it in time and you got to get on a waiting list and it's there's a lot of stress in building that schedule i know that you're kind of in in the middle of that right now in the the same breath that you say that having a business manager takes that you know burden off of a coach being a business manager and separate kind of separating yourself from the coaching uh responsibility that's that kind of does you know, it kind of works in reverse as well it it, it simplifies everything so you know it, it and it really i mean you know it's a sure. it's it's two positions you know it's 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 two positions really and it's just um, it, it is the reality is is that most of the time it's the head coach that has to fill the both of those positions and and do uh-huh. what you know do what you do and it, it just it makes it that much more that much more difficult but there's a lot of you know yeah budget you know collecting money uh, you know, figuring out uniforms, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that's something that magically happens every season. And people have no idea <laughs> right. how much right. stress that puts on a coach. Oh, my gosh. You know, they have no yeah. idea. Like you you can't know unless yeah, you, you know. Yeah, you know, I'll tell you, I'll tell you a story, man. Uh, you know, I got into the softball game there for a few years. And just, just because I, when I resigned from coaching baseball, I wanted to be around my daughter. And she had a couple more years left. And so I guess it was two years of softball that I got involved with. And the first year uh, that I was helping with them, they were getting new uniforms. The team that she was playing for was getting new uniforms. This is the high school team. And I remember, I tell you, man, it was, it was wild because the, the, the girls would come in and they, they like, before they ordered the uniforms, they measured everybody. And I thought to myself, you know, this is a high school team. I thought to myself, these same girls aren't going to be here, you know, for four years. I mean, for the next, you know, like, like some of these girls are seniors, right? And so we're buying uniforms based on what these kids' measurements are right now. And we can't do that, you know. And, and I think that's something that people don't realize is that we, you know, when it comes to a high school team, what you got in the box of uniforms is what you got. Ooh. That's what you got to work with. And so sometimes you lay those all out on the gym floor and you say, Hey, the low numbers are smalls and the high numbers are double extra larges. And I don't know what number you want, but if you are 300 pounds and you're six foot six, you're not going to wear number seven. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you know? And, so, and, and, and sometimes those are the things you got to do. I'm t- you wouldn't believe how pissed oh, people no. get about stuff like yes, that. That's, you know? that's even a different it's dimension incredible. of the uniform. Yeah. Uh, the uniform worse because they're oh, all looking God, around. And yes. I mean, Gibby, I was, it was hilarious, man. Gibby used to say, I'll tell you right now, fellas, 
you come in, he said, he said, the seniors are going to pick first. They're going to get their pants. Uh, Cause you know, you got the pants are a whole nother, a whole nother story because some of those are new break. Cause you got to buy new pants every year and others of them are not. And so you got the new ones down on this end and the old crappy ones down on that end. Well, the seniors go take all the new ones, but some of them are trying to squeeze in the pants that don't fit them at all. And other ones that got them hanging off of their legs, like a bed sheet. And so he would look at them and say, no, sorry. I know you're a senior, but you're not wearing those pants. You give them to that kid down there that you can wear them. You know, you're, you got thighs as, as thick as tree trunks and you're <laughs> trying to wear smalls. No, you're not wearing them. We don't want to have to read the date on the we quarter have the in same your pocket. Thing too. Here's pants, a basketball you know? problem you run into these days. It's something that's changed. Oh, you know, yeah. I mean, I would say many, many teams are in this situation. We're wearing uniforms that has been passed down, you know, year after year. I mean, it's just, just how things yeah. are done. And, Here's the thing, though. Well, you know what's popular right now? Short shorts. They're popular. Kids, mm-hmm. boys are yes, wearing them. They're wearing shorts, you know, three, four yeah. inches above their knees. Well, yep. that's sure, sure, Andrew, right? Yeah, they want. That's to. not how they were ordered 10, 15 years ago. <laughs> they're ordered long. Everyone's <laughs> right. wearing long shorts. You know what I mean? Because it was. Yeah, so we, you know, you've got then. guys that's wearing. Right. You, you know, you got you got the big guys still in the smalls. You know, because right. <laughs> well, or they're or they're tucking them up underneath well, that, their undershorts, and then that's what like they're, they're doing a lot of times. So yeah, that's what they're doing. But yeah, that's just something. Yeah, great, <laughs> right. great point there. And we we went through that too. And then yeah. and then you got to re- then you got to recover and, all the uniforms too. Yeah, you do. Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's a task. It, it really is. It was it was a real task for people who lost their season mm. in the middle of the season last year. Yeah, or before the season even got started, and they didn't. They they thought might, maybe they'd be back. You know, that's actually one of the questions that I had to ask um, over the past couple of weeks. Was I sent out messages on our team app asking, you know, who currently has uniforms in hand? Because some of those kids that were uh, uh, that already had their uniform last year didn't get a chance to turn it back in, and and uh, so they just they still have it. We have, we probably have a handful. I'd say seven or eight kids mm. who have our, have uniforms. From are they returning? On our high <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's that. that, that that's they good. are. That's all yes. right. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, there's a lot of things, you know. For, yeah. Summer summer there teams, you got to worry is. about insurance, right? We, everyone everyone has to have that insurance now. More 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 and more have, as, as yeah. we go on. If you're not part of an organization that has it, then you got to yeah, you should get it as a as a, a club team, right? For to, sure. To, as to, an to register team. in a lot of tournaments, you got to yeah. have that. Uh, you know. Mm-hmm. You have to have, you fundraising is a big thing. It. I know fundraising is a Sometimes. thing for 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 everybody, really, because you know you you yeah. have to have equipment, right? You have to have stuff to use in practice to be able to to be able to have practices to be out of efficient right. practices. And sometimes you walk into a situation right. you don't have those things, so you you know you got to figure out where is it going to come from. And you know a, a lot of schools aren't able to uh, you know to to help a lot in that regard. So you got to you got to figure it out. What are you going to mm-hmm. do? How you know how are you going to get yeah, where are our resources? We got to sure gotta exactly. Tap into those exactly. Can. So, it's there's a lot out there, uh, you know. And, and we've mentioned this. I, I'm sure, I, I'm pretty positive briefly in the past of just all the things that a coach uh, has to do, not just uh, you know needs to do or is expecting it. They have to they have to do this in order to have a successful program. And there are things that never make it to the public eye. There are things that people have no idea thinking about. And, you know, when you, when you think about a, an angry parent, you know, the many reasons that they can be angry, they're, 
you know, in, in truth, I mean, this is, I've, I've, I, you know, I'm, I've been an angry parent before, you know, I, I can, I can say this without, you know, casting blame on other people, but a lot of the times, actually, yeah. most of the time when a parent's angry, they're angry in the context of a single person and a coach, a coach has to, right. <laughs> a coach is trying to put together a, a season, you know, concerned about a very large group of people. <laughs> and, you know, there's a lot of discussion, yeah. a lot of uh, con- uh, uh, con- conversation that has to happen, not just with the people that are uh, directly associated with the team, but outside the team. Uh, so it's just, you know, there's there's mm-hmm. all these things we got to do. And we do it because, like you said, yeah, the 40% of the time is so worth it that the other stuff, you know. Yeah. Hey, here's another one for you, Pat. If you're a school ball coach in uh, Ohio, well, really any, any state, National Federation of High School Sports, whether it's it's uh, you know junior high falls under that mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. In order to get hired by your school district legally, you have to take a number that's true of classes, m- many of which. Yep, cost about two hundred dollars right now. A little over two hundred dollars in Ohio. Yeah, when you at when you. Yeah, when you add it all up, if you're a first-time coach, because I think that fundamentals of coaching classes is like, what, yeah. $75 or something like that? So it ends up being almost like yeah. $260, I think. If, and and people don't understand this. That's yes. whether you're a volunteer or whether you're paid. And the majority of the coaches that are coaching your kids in school Absolutely. ball are volunteers. And they have paid. So they're not getting – they have paid yeah. to get to coach. They're paying some, they're paying and they're going through all this. And I'll tell you what, I, I'll just be really honest with you. I understand that that stuff is, you have to go through that. You got to go, you know, the concussion classes, the sudden cardiac arrest classes, the, you know, all the, the CPR and the sports medicine, all that. It's, it's necessary and it's good stuff that we need to know as coaches. It, it's something that we, you know, we shouldn't, shouldn't joke about, but I'm not joking, but I am saying this, it's a headache. It's a headache to keep track of it. It's a headache because the Ohio Department of Education website is <laughs> not easy to that. navigate. Man, it's tough. You don't know so, what you have. So, it is. It, it's, it, it's just not easy. I mean, it's like, how do I find my stuff? What, what do I have yeah, to, what do I have to, to do find to my be stuff? eligible and, you know, from year to year? Yes. Yeah. Can, can we just – and, I, you know, I, I finally was able to find a list that I could just print out and give to the guys and say, hey, you know, here, good luck. You know, go to these websites, and you'll be able to take your classes. But – um, you know, fortunately at, at, at Eastern where I'm coaching the coaches there, uh, if you're a volunteer, then, uh, the, the booster club pays for, or I don't okay. know if it's a booster club or the athletic department, but some, somewhere there is a, uh, there's oh, a reimbursement deal, yeah. for those classes uh, some, legally somehow I, I, they get it done, but it's, it's, it's basically saying, Hey, we recognize that we, you shouldn't have to pay to be a coach. <laughs> this is stuff that that we should be able to take care of, whether through donations or or uh, whether it's the school's able to do it or not. But it's it, it gets it gets handled, and that that really I think that should be the case everywhere. I mean, it's but it it isn't sometimes, and sometimes people don't realize that you know. And sometimes if you're angry because your child didn't get in a game, you might be yelling at a guy that's out there. <laughs> who paid to be there he's volunteer. you know what i'm saying like he he, he paid to get this bunch yeah. of you and that you're giving him right now. yeah yeah that's true 
That's true. Mm. There are many, many things, man. Many, many things. I, I, I did this because I enjoyed it, but I also did it because it was necessary. There were nights when, uh, three, four hours after practice, I, I was still at the ball. Diamond. Yeah. D- yeah. Right. Um, making, making, hey, sure yeah, that's watered, you, you know, know, I was, I was having a conversation with my dad tonight, think- uh, or t- earlier today talking about the, the fence at, uh, at Meg's high school, the, the, the outfield fence. And, you know, he was, he was, uh-huh. you know, asked me how long it was. And, and, uh, um, I told him that they, you know, they'd made some modification to it. They'd moved it in. He, he didn't know that they had because when I was in high school, so 20 years ago, wow, that's stacking up quick. I was, uh, <laughs> uh, my dad was part of a group of people that helped work on that fence. And of course that project was managed by my coach at the time, which was, uh, Mr. Scott Gein, who's the, the, uh, the superintendent of Meg's now. Yeah. He was he was head coach, and you know basically it 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 was his his project to kind of make sure it got done, and you know he he, he got volunteers to to help work on it. Um, but you know mo- you know that that's mm-hmm. an example. You know groundwork. You know not just beyond just taking care of the field. A lot of times modifications to the field or thing, you know, replacement and upgrades yeah. to the field are are something that a, a coach has to worry about. So yeah, that's a good point. That, I mean, taking care of the field is is huge. If you're gonna have a nice field, that yeah, if you most places yeah most places and i would maybe even in most sports i don't know i mean maybe football coaches don't have to think about this or worry about it but most places i think most schools if if you want something done on your facility you're going to have to spearhead it as yeah. a head coach you're just going to have to spearhead it or it's just not going to get done you know because it, 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 at minimum you got to bring it up to somebody you know but i know that in the context that i've been in the, you know not only did we have to bring it up we had to find the people that could help fund it. We had to go out and find, you know, get the donations. We had to get the people to help us do it. We had to schedule the time to go do it. We would go do it. A lot of times it's, you know, the kinds of projects you're talking about when you're talking about sprucing up the field, you're talking about days and days and days in the fall, just doing that kind of stuff and getting it done. I mean, you know, the the fall for baseball Mm. is one of the biggest times of responsibility for high school baseball coaches in getting that field Yep. where you want it to be in the spring it's got to be done in the fall um but again it's it's yeah it's and, and and i'll say this again i enjoy it i love it so it's not like i'm saying oh yeah these are responsibilities that are really a yeah. burden they're really not a burden they're just if you if you are in it and you yes. but if look if you want to be a coach then you got to understand That's- I think there's it? a lot of parallels love this, to this stuff. discussion and, you know, what we talk about as far as a high school athlete that aspires to play a college sport and understanding that, you know, when you go, yeah. when you're going, when you go to a college team, it's going to be a little bit different than, than what you've experienced. And, and you mm-hmm. have to have a special love for, you know, what you do and what you're going in to do in order to be able to make it through because it's, it's not easy. But it's the, the things that are expected out of you and the things that you have to do are just part of the experience that you you have to go through. And, you know, I would say yeah. um, people that make it, you know, people that go and, and play a college sport for four years or on a college team for four years, they'll tell you coming out. Yeah, I really loved it. 
I would say, uh, you know, the the majority mm-hmm. of them are going to say that because it's just it's something that it's hard to do if you because ex- you wouldn't have done it. You wouldn't have exactly. Stayed, you wouldn't have and stayed think, four years. Know, the same thing could be said for coaching. Yeah. You know, to say that it's not going to be easy yep. is kind of cliche, but really, it's not going to be easy. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of things that you you have to do outside of the game, outside of you know that the 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 parts, the glorified parts of, of the experience that people know about and hear about and watch and see that you have to do that can be very challenging. But if you love it, it's worth it. Mm-hmm. It's just part of it. And you love the, yeah, you love it. You love the game. You love the people that you're working with. You love, you love the, you love seeing the, uh, you love seeing, you love giving them a, an opportunity, the, the context the, to be able to just really yeah. enjoy it to the best of their ability. Then it makes it all and worth you know, it. And, to, yeah, to add that personal, personal aspect to it, I don't know that you can love it that much without having a little bit of, of appreciation and fondness for being around a group of people that are striving to, to obtain the same goal. You know, I mean, that's that's woven into the, into the fabric of the sport. You know what I mean? Expect when you think about, baseball and softball right? yeah. and that's just it's it's part of the game and you could say that for every sport to be honest with you you know there are these are all, most of these are they're team sports right sure. and and you know, the things that we've we've talked about obviously there's individual sports out there but you know there there is an element there's a there's something special about being a part of a group of people uh, you know and in, in our case in your case my case being a part of a coaching staff that is is over mentoring and involved with a group of young men or young women that are are learning to be um, teammates that are learning to be uh, athletes and that are learning to be good people good good citizens there's there's something special about that yeah and that's you know i to go back to what we were talking about earlier i think that's the uh that contextual uh, thought that, that you have when when you know that with this group, you're not going to experience that anymore. Uh, there's there's definitely a bittersweet mm-hmm. uh, feeling to that, and uh, I'm I, I, I'm not going to lie, I'm struggling yeah. with it. I've been struggling with it since since yesterday, but it's you know it's it's mm-hmm. painful, but at the same time, it's there's there's a lot of good feelings that, that go into it. more good than bad, honestly. And, you know, a lot of the, yeah. a lot of the pain is, is, uh, yeah. is, is good pain. I guess if there is such a thing, <laughs> it's, like, it's, right. it's there for a good reason. Definitely it's not good pain, but it's there Definitely. for a good reason. Yeah. Well, it yeah. sounds like it's time for you to turn the page, put on your business manager hat, take, hang the coaching hat up for a minute and put the business manager hat. You're going to put two hats on there. You're going to help coach. Can. You're going to be assistant you know, coach. Yeah, I, I am. Uh, I oh, think yeah. I'm going to have some time here. Uh, we got junior high baseball starting and, and, and Jake is, is going to play some junior high baseball and, and uh, Jeremiah is going to play some mm-hmm. a little bit of travel ball earlier. It's kind of the same during the same time frame. So I'm not going to, I'm going to step away during that time. And, uh, and uh, be able to, yeah, float back and forth with and, your kids as and, much and as try possible. to enjoy both experiences. Then, as we go on, I'll, I'll, uh, as we get into the summer, I'll, uh, I'll step back into put the coaching hat on when the when the when the management job is mostly done. I'll, I'll slide back into coaching. How about that. <laughs>
<laughs> Hopefully it all works out that way. So it sounded like uh, we got people don't they're not going to realize this listening to the podcast, but we got disconnected there early on in the pot in the episode tonight. But yeah, because one of my know, assistant you know, coaches was calling you. Is that right? Get this guy to leave me alone. You, I, mean, I don't know get, what it is. Get, I told him. I told him. You, you better give be him a call you. back. Then. Yeah, I don't know why he's calling me now. He should know everything he needs to know for tomorrow by now. He's probably just so excited. He's not able to sleep now. He just wanted to call and tell he's, you about He knows every. He's he's he. Whatever <laughs> you guys talked about, he ate it up. He soaked it up like a sponge. Oh, I know. He's gung ho, man. He, I love it. I love. It. And that's see. That's it. Yep. That's that's the kind of assistant coaches you want. You want guys that just absolutely love it, eat it up. They're going to show up tomorrow with a lot of energy. And a lot of positivity, and they're going to yeah, pour you. Got a good one there. Tomorrow. I love it. I hope it, 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 he's. I think he's behind no five doubt. or ten episodes, so it'll be a while before he hears this. Uh, hopefully, he glosses over it. That's right. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't want him to, have, we don't want him to get too big of a head. But yeah, I'll, I'll have to give him a call back. Okay, it was good. Uh, it was good talking to you, Coach. Glad we, glad we were able to touch base. Yeah, no doubt. Kill two birds with one stone there. I made it home. I'm sitting in the driveway right now, ready to go in. We'll have to get this yeah, thing edited down. Yeah, put out late episode. This is 85, I think. This will be episode 85, so we're chugging along. Daggone. We're, we're, we're approaching 100, so 15 away. We're going to have to uh, have to come up with something big for that 100th episode. It's going to be Maybe hard have to a very, very special that, guest on. That we've had the, the opportunity to, some of the people, I guess, that, that we've had the oppor- you know, opportunity to bring on. It's, we've yeah. had a lot of good ones, that's for sure. Yeah, it's been good. So we'll, we'll keep yeah. chugging away. I'm glad everybody... Uh, everybody's waiting on us out there if you're if you're if you're annoyed you got to speak up let us know why why aren't you why aren't you putting out more content if no one says anything then we know you're 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 catching up to us so we're not we're going to maintain flexibility and not be not not feel as much pressure to keep popping these out as much as we do but uh ah, we like doing it so we'll we'll, as long as we keep loving it we'll keep doing it doesn't want it's not gonna be burdensome right not a not a burden Something we All right, love coach. to do. Well, hey, right good on. Luck. Good talk to you. Good luck tomorrow. Have fun. Oh, we will. Thank you. All right, man. We'll talk to you later. Thanks Thank for joining you. us, everyone. Good talking to you.